welcome to the Brand and Associates podcast, Insurance Banter. In each one of our episodes, you'll experience insightful discussions about uh, real-world topics that you can turn around and implement into your business to make you a more effective uh, insurance professional. And we're really looking forward to today's discussion. Tracy Goodwin from uh, Captivate the Room is joining Chris and I this morning. Uh, good morning, Chris, and good morning, Tracy. Hi there. Morning. Now we have had uh, been working. Both Chris and I worked with Tracy for for a lot of years, and she does fantastic work. But Tracy, I I would do a disservice trying to summarize what it is that you do. So if you can give everybody a, a quick snippet of of how you help. Well, you know that's the hardest question you can ask. That's that's going to be the that's going to be the hardest question because I I can sum it up and say I'm a voice coach, but then anybody that's ever worked with me says, don't call yourself a voice coach. That's not what you do. What I do is I help people use their voice in the greatest capacity possible, their real voice, so they can maximize their success. They can increase their following, their revenue, their retention, and effectively communicate, which we're really never taught to use our voice or effectively communicate. So that's what I do. It might end up being we work on conflict. It might be we've got to get your sound stuck out of the stuck unstuck from your jaw because I can't understand what you're saying. So it it crosses a gamut of things, but all around the voice and how your voice is impacting the subconscious of your listener. And and I, I really like that. Um how you expounded on on the voice coach thing because I have a daughter that's a beautiful singer and she goes mm-hmm. to a voice coach and I would think you know that there's just no way that translates into what we do but having worked with you and and other folks that I know that have worked with you it's yeah voice coach doesn't do it at all mm-hmm. not in the least little bit no, and even even a speaking coach is not really what I do. I have a unique body of work that is literally based on the subconscious. I call it psychology of the voice. What is going on in your head is affecting how powerfully authoritarian, uh, you know, confidently that you're using your voice and the listener's subconscious is processing sound. And that's where I really like to dive in and say, okay, How do you want them to feel about you? Because this is what they're hearing. And so it's really powerful work because we have, we all have subconscious, we all have ego and all of that convolutes really our maximum power and ability to use our voice in ways that it works the best for us. So maybe a way to say that, right? I'm always thinking in my brain what I'm going to say. But it's more how I'm saying that. That's the the very impactful thing to people. You know, we're taught in the world. The world teaches us, get the words right. If you say the right words, think about the words, what are you going to say? And so everybody that I work with is focused on the words or getting the words right. But how do I know the words are right? And and anytime you're going up in your head, your voice cannot cannot truly work in its maximum capacity. I have to hear the sound first 
before I decide if I'm going to even listen to the words. So it's, it's really about, am I going to listen to you or not? So what are you wrapping those words with? Sure, the words are important. They're the message. But what I find far too often is people know the words and they just don't trust that they do. And so they get all locked up in, well, I better say this right, or they're not going to buy from me, or they're not going to listen to me. And okay, the attention span of the human brain is now four seconds. If you say everything the same, you've told me who you are. You've given me permission to not even listen to those perfect words anymore. You know, one of the things I, I've recognized working with Tracy and all of the clients that I have that have worked with Tracy that I think is really important to my core set of beliefs in the insurance industry. And that is, is that the people that really know their coverages and are really, truly there to do the best job possible for their client are focused on the words. And the imbeciles and the incompetents are the people that don't have any clue what they're doing, but they actually understand the power of the voice better. And they have success with the power of the voice. The people that really are doing the great work lose sometimes because they're focused on the words and they don't recognize the power of the voice. They're trying too hard, maybe. Is that a fair way of describing it, Tracy? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I see the same thing with my younger agents, because as as you know, I work with agents all over the place and my younger agents that don't know a lot, they they might lean into their personality, but they might lean into the idea. I've got to know everything. And so I can have this beautifully engaging conversation with them at the at the start of a session and then we'll go into some role play and all of a sudden everything gets really focused. And it might get focused on, I don't know what she's going to say next, just like they don't know what the client's going to say next, or let me say all these right words, like what you're talking about. So it's, it's really one or the other. But it doesn't have to be one or the other. No, no, no. In fact, one of the biggest things is, first of all, really understanding words don't make me feel anything how you say the words and how you reveal who you are is is what makes the words impactful. But the the biggest thing that people struggle with is they're not even present. They're they're in the future thinking about what you're thinking about or thinking about what you might say or thinking about what you might be thinking about what I'm saying. And they're they're not even they're not even in the conversation because they're so focused on, I got to say these right things. And then I wonder what they're going to say. And then I wonder what they're going to think. And that's not a conversation. That's an information dump. That doesn't make me feel anything. It gives me information. I want to know who you are. It's like, I talk about likability. A lot of people have a likability factor. And then they go to do their presentation or do their cold call and that likability factor is gone. Okay, what just set you apart from the other 40 guys or gals that are doing a cold call to this same company? Nothing. Absolutely. My grandmother used to say, Chris, are you going to talk at me or with me? Love that. I love your grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's there's, it. There's plenty more of those stories too, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, well, your grandmother had it right because, and that's what we do. Let me give you, let me give you some information. I've got it. And, and then that moves into convincing and justifying. Let me convince you that, that I know what it's at. It's push. It's a repellent. I want to have a conversation with you. I want an invitation to know who you are. So your grandmother could have, could have been on my team. <laughs> so, and, and Tracy, you talk about, uh, you know, the authentic voice that comes out. And I've heard you use the term, or I've seen the term uh, voice masks before. Mm. So you've got something in your brain, you're trying to get it to come out of your mouth to, to convey the, the feeling of everything. But what is a voice mask for, for folks out there? So voice masks are something I figured out quite a few years ago. I I created the concept based on sounds I was hearing in people's voices that were coming to me saying, I think I'm repelling customers. I'm not getting the big deals. And it started with one man who that is literally what he came to me. He said, I think I'm repelling customers, Tracy. And I said, you are. And he said, well, how do you know that? And I said, what are you trying to prove? And he said, how do you hear that? And I said, well, I hear it and I identify it and they hear it subconsciously. And he said, I spent my whole life trying to prove my worth to my father. And I said, well, you're doing it with these clients and it's repelling them because they're going, well, what's that guy's deal? That guy's kind of a hot shot. I don't think I can be a part of this relationship. I'm going to go find somebody else. So there's the top three that are going to be relatable to this conversation are needing to prove, I got to prove to you, I know what I'm talking about. Now, see, when I start talking like this, all of a sudden, I'm not using my real voice anymore because I'm going to prove to you, I know a lot of stuff. And then you've got the people pleaser mask, which is, I don't want, I don't know what you want me to be. I don't know. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to have a conflict. I don't want to upset anybody. So I'm just going to be neutral and I'm going to give you all the power. That's, probably the most common one. And then the third is the third most common is I'm a professional. I'm a professional. And I'd like to talk to you about professional things. Okay. And we put these masks on unconsciously, but we start using this voice. That's not our real voice. This is who I am. You, you come over for Thanksgiving. This is how I'm going to talk to you. But yet we get in our mind that I've got to be something I'm not. That's what voice masks are. And we can feel it. It breaks connection. The minute I go into a voice mask, you're no longer connected to me. See, and connection is everything. I've got data. I'm a data person. I'm a researcher. We've got research now that says people are seeking connection on a level we've never seen in my 36-year career. Well, we know why. We've gone online. We're no longer in person. Families have gotten disconnected. So you can't afford to pretend you're something you're not. You're going to lose the deal. You're going to not get what you want. You're not going to be able to manage the team because they don't know who you are. That's what voice masks are. Okay. And and I like the, the way you started it out with just that almost the psychology of the voice story, so to speak, where you mm-hmm. kind of have pegged Peg that one gentleman, because I know you're working with with one of the folks on on our team 
And she called me after the first coaching session. She goes, I really, really like Tracy, but I'm a little uncomfortable how accurate she was in the first five minutes. It <laughs> kind of throws me, kind of throws me. So yeah, I freak people out. I freak people out all the time. They're like, how do you know that? <laughs> but that's what I tell people. That's the secret weapon. Take advantage of that because I can tell you how they're subconsciously processing. If, they're, if you're not getting the deal or you're not getting the team member to do what you need them to do, tell you a classic example I've run into with, with insurance, with, with some of the companies, well, we have to ask them for information and they, bring, they get us the information and then we present, we make our presentation. And the question comes up all the time, Tracy, I can't, I can't get people to send me what I need. Well, let me hear how you're asking them. And nine times out of 10, it's no big deal. Do it whenever, indifferent, whatever you think, whenever you get it over, no big deal. Okay, they're processing that subconsciously. And, they're, and so you just fell to the bottom of the list because they've got 42 other things they've got to get done by five o'clock today was all in a sound. And then you're going, why can't I get what I need? Because you're not using your voice in a way that tells them what you need them to do. Well, and that's a, a great segue. I mean, Chris, you've probably in your career more than once seen a lot of conflict. And it seems to me that we try to avoid it a lot, but yet that's actually the time when the most productive things happen, when the biggest gains are made, is when there's conflict around. I mean, is that... Right. And when when conflict does happen, people, a lot of people, most people you work with kind of withdraw, use those voice masks, try to change and, and pivot away from it. Yeah, Paul, it's this industry just um, and it's the only industry I now know I've been in it for so long. It's it always amazes me at every level how conflict is avoided with a passion. And most of the conflict that is avoided isn't real conflict. It's conflict that exists in a person's mind, but not in anyone else's mind. Not, it's not real. The idea of asking somebody for information is conflict. If I ask these people for this information, I'm going to lose the deal. So that's conflict in my mind. So then I get into the voice masking right away. And it's all part and parcel of the same thing, so many different levels. What's really interesting in transform it, transforming the industry as we sit here today and have this uh, conversation is that there are new players coming into the industry with no prior insurance experience. They don't have the same attitude about asking for information or conflict negotiations. They are making progress so much faster than all the historical, old, ancient, even new insurance people because they're not afraid of the conflict. They don't, they understand that it's not really conflict. They don't mask their voice in the conversations I have with them. I go into a meeting and there's gonna, what they perceive as conflict. Tracy says it so well, it's, you could, all forms of voice masking occur, the bravado or the weaseling out or the I don't want to cause a problem or whatever it might be, right? 
And these people are like, no, this, this is just a conversation. Their voice doesn't get masked. It's still the same. And it's, it is so much more productive. So much more gets done. Everybody gets better results. And I think one of the things you can take away from Tracy's coaching for those that participate is it's not just about the voice like we've talked about, but it's also about the confidence. It's the confidence that you gain to stay in your natural voice and help create that connection with the other person. That is so valuable. It really helps on that conflict piece. Well, and conflict's just a mind game. Conflict is the noise in our head. That's why this is about psychology just as much as it is about voice. Because it's, I've already decided what you're thinking or what is the meaning that I've given conflict. It's all this noise in our head that creates these habits. And then we, we can shift it. We can shift it really quickly because there's going to be conflict when you go get a cup of coffee. I mean, there's going to be conflict everywhere. And it, it's all day long. It's if you're going to manage a team, if you're going to do business with anybody ever, if you're going to have a family, if you're going to have friends, you're going to have conflict. And it's not conflict. It's a conversation, just like what you said. <laughs> That's all it is. It's a constructive conversation. Mm-hmm. And if we look at it, that it's not conflict and we have the confidence to do that. And I think the voice coaching really helps along those lines, because if we have confidence that it's not a conflict, then we can see it as a constructive conversation instead of conflict implies a de- destructive, right? Right, right. And, it, and it's as simple as where are you working from? We generally go into conflict ready. I'm not going to win this. And egoically, I want what I want. You want what, what, what you want. We both want the same thing. They're just different. Mm-hmm. So where am I working from? Am I coming in that I'm not going to get it? Because then I'm going to come in defeated or ready to fight. Mm-hmm. But maybe I could come. Maybe I could get it. Maybe I could get what maybe we could have a conversation about what I want, and what you want. It's so mm-hmm. simple. And yet, see, these are the things we're not taught. And no. but but we are taught ooh, conflict's bad. Don't get into conflict. We're taught that by the time we're in third grade. Mm-hmm. So we go through life thinking, ooh, I'm not good at conflict. Oh, that's bad. Don't do that. Well, did you ever even learn how? Right. Yeah, we're not taught that very well. Mm-mm. So Tracy, I mean, I've watched the people that you work with and 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 have been amazed at, at the progress they've been able to make in in even some of the meetings that that I've gone to before someone started working with you and and how little they participated in a conversation or when they did um, try to add to the the topic, it wasn't all that effective. And then afterwards to see the improvement that they've made. So it's, I can give a firsthand testimony on, on how powerful this kind of stuff could be, but um, how do people connect with you and work with you if, if they have some interest and they want to improve in this area? Well, I'm glad to hear that. First of all, I mean, that's wonderful. That's the goal. The, the best place to get a hold of me is my website, which is captivatetheroom.com. 
or people can email me, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y at CaptivateTheRoom.com. I'm on LinkedIn, Tracy Goodwin, and the other social medias, Captivate the Room. So any of those places. Okay. And you can do things if if someone has an agency, they're want, wanting a lot of folks to go through it. You can do it as in, in some group settings as well as individual one-on-one coaching, if I understand right as well. That's right. That's right. It's all customized. What do your people need? And how can I get you results that it's, you know, in a big group and with a lot of people, I'll do a really cool combination of group and solo. Well, thank you so much. And Chris, anything that that we've missed you'd like to to add? I personally think every producer training program should include uh, Tracy. I would like to add one other point in that is um, for your middle managers. Uh, for agencies that are large enough to have middle managers, uh, that's a position that often has lots of conflict. And Tracy's helped a number of my clients with at the middle manager level. So if this is not just about a sales um, ability to improve your sales. It's just an, about an ability to improve communications and confidence and get the job done faster and more effectively at all levels. And I'd encourage everybody to contact Tracy, watch some of her videos. It's, it's well worth it. Well, thank you. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you, uh, Tracy. Thank you, Chris. And thank you to everyone for taking the time to listen today. And we look forward to talking with you next time. Thank you, Paul. Thank you.